Hello, my friends, and welcome to the More You Know podcast. This is Noelle Ames speaking, and today I'm going to give you guys a life update. So I've decided that I'm going to do these more regularly now that I'm deleting Instagram. Um, For those that want to stay connected and want to know about our lives and the way it's unfolding, um, it'll be obviously not without pictures, (laughs) but I'll still come on here. I'm thinking once a month, maybe a little bit more to just update you guys on where we're at and how our life is looking in that moment. I don't want it to just be all about me. I want there to be something that you guys can take away from these episodes. So I'm also going to put my own little spin on it. And I'm going to definitely share some like resources and takeaways and stuff like that that you can like apply to your own life. So that's going to look like me sharing the book that I'm reading, maybe some takeaways from the book or something I learned, um, videos I'm watching or movies I've watched or um, things I've learned about my diet or nutrition or maybe a workout that I did that's free online or something like that. Um, You guys know that I'm like obsessed with wellness and just doing everything I possibly can to be as healthy as I possibly can in my mind, in my body, in my soul, in my religion, in all aspects. It just is my passion to just dive deep into all of those different things. So I feel like every episode will have at least something that you can take away from it and be like, oh, I want to read that book or, oh, I want to watch that movie or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, let's let's just dive right in. So the last time I talked to you guys about my life, um, we were looking into finding out where we wanted to move. So Ryan has one semester left of law school. He actually uh, decided to do the like accelerated version of law school. So he's graduating earlier than everyone in his class. Um, There's a few other people doing the same thing, but um, we decided to do that because of Rogan and just wanting to get into the workforce as fast as we possibly could. And he's done an amazing job. He, I can't believe that he's doing it, but he's doing it. (laughs) Um, So he only has a semester left. I have um, a whole year left because I started a little bit later than he did. Um, And so I'll graduate in May. So what we've decided is that for sure um, we will be staying in Grand Forks until I graduate. We were thinking about me going online and then like being able to move earlier, but it just doesn't make sense as far as um, my education. It would have just made it my education take longer to get done because the online portion is kind of spread out a lot more. Um, But that's just a lot of details you don't really need to know. (laughs) But We will be here in Grand Forks until May. Um, And so after that, we were like, okay, we got to like start figuring out where we want to move. And so we, I mean, we've traveled how we met, like literally not how we met, but like right after we met, we went on a 30 day road trip with each other just to all these beautiful states um, and just camped. We're in love with like all of just nature in general is just like blows us away and feels like really good to us. And so we're like, there's no way that we can just live in one state for our entire lives. And I've lived in another state, but, uh, you know, like there's so much out there. And so we were like really, really excited about that. And so we decided to do some research and we looked into Colorado and Texas, um, for different reasons. We were really excited about those two places. 
We've both been to Colorado quite a few times. Ryan and I have been to Texas for different reasons, not to like explore it or like even vacation. Um, So we decided to book two trips. We went to Colorado and we went to Austin, Texas. Um, We loved Colorado. We are in love with Colorado. It's beautiful. It's not off the table, but it definitely didn't like hit home. Like we weren't like, yes, that's the place. So then when we were going into uh, our Austin, Texas trip, we were like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be the place we're going to like get there and we're going to want to move right away. Like the place is so epic. There's so much to do. It's so nice out all the time that we'll be able to be outside a lot more. Ryan would be able to golf more. I'd be able to be in a huge yoga community that's there. Um, Just like so many more things to do. Um, So yeah, we were like, pretty convinced that we were going to move there. And so we went on this trip and you guys, Austin, Texas is amazing. If you've never been there, you should definitely vacation there. It's, it's so cool. There's this street that is literally old houses that they've renovated into bars and restaurants. And it's amazing. It's called rainy street. They also are like the king of food trucks so like everywhere you go you have like so many options as far as food and they're just so good like so delicious um and yeah I just I really love the vibe there and it was just we had such a fun time we went with our closest like friends ever and they're just the best people ever and so we just had a blast Now, that being said, we were on, you know, we got done with the trip, we were on our way home, and Ryan and I were obviously having a conversation, like, okay, how do we feel? Like, how do we feel about moving here? And we were both on the exact same page. We were like, I don't know. Like, we thought we were going to leave that trip and be, like, totally certain, and we were just kind of, like, back to square one. Like, we're back to, like, I don't know. I think what happened was we realized that, yes, we want to move eventually sometime in our lives, but maybe right now isn't the time because there's so much uncertainty in our life. And I know there's always going to be uncertainty, but we have some big things in our life right now that are very uncertain that, um, like, for example, like we're both going to graduate and I'm going to be a counselor. He's going to be a lawyer. Those are very, you know, like, intense professions and you know probably take a few years if not your whole entire life to (laughs) get the hang of them you know so like to understand what it means to be a counselor and to be an effective counselor and what area do I want to work in and same thing with being a lawyer right like how do I how do I be a lawyer in the world and what interests me and where's my clientele and what makes me feel you know the best at the end of the day, you know, what population do I want to work with? All that different stuff. It and even just getting a job, right? Even just getting experience and getting your foot in the door is going to be a huge step for us. So that's obviously a really uncertain thing that we have going on and then um it there's even more pressure on that and a little more uncertainty added on to that because we're first-time parents, right? We are young first-time parents. We are, you know, still learning how to parent, learning what that looks like. Um, We have an angel child. I swear to God, I have never met a more chill, laid back baby than Rogan Walker Ames. He has been so good to us. I have no complaints. That being said, motherhood is still the hardest thing I have ever done 
in my entire life. Like take all of the hard things that I've ever done in my life, pile them together, and they're still not as hard as motherhood. So that being said, I feel like we're just in a place where there's so many things uncertain going on outside of us that we would like to stay, maybe, we're, we're not certain, but we're thinking we would benefit from staying somewhere where it's really like familiar and comfortable, you know, like around this area for at least a few years. So we're surprised. We're as surprised as you are. Um, and like I said, like moving eventually is not off the table. I could see us reevaluating in a couple years or even a year and being like, okay, it's time. But I think as far as um, all of those things being uncertain and wanting to just get our lives kind of started, like kickstarted in a familiar, comfortable space with our families around us, uh, I think that's just going to be like the smartest thing for us right now. So yeah. And then that gives us more time to like really go and travel and find out where we do want to move and not have it be this like, you know, spontaneous thing and you know, whatever. So that's our life update. I touched on school. Um, Ryan has a semester left. I have a year left. So next May will be all wrapped up with school and I just never want to go back. I can't say never, but like, I don't see myself going back. (laughs) Um, and then I'll have to take my licensing exam to become a counselor. So that's all exciting, kind of stressful, but we're doing it. Um, so yeah, now, oh, Rogie update. Rogie has two bottom teeth and he, you guys, he literally didn't make a fuss at all. I didn't even know that they were there for a while because I'm like, everyone talks about teething as this like really horrid stage in babies, which I'm sure it is for a lot of babies. Like they cry and they're fussy because I mean, I can't imagine it being comfortable growing teeth. But I didn't even know that he had teeth coming in because he didn't even make a sound. He definitely like really loves when I give him uh, frozen fruit in like a little thing that he can like chew on and suck the juices out of, which I heard helps with teething. So he definitely loves that. But he didn't make like a peep, which is, I don't know, an anomaly. And I'm really grateful because I need sleep. Sleep is like, oh. I need to do a podcast on motherhood and just like the reality of motherhood because I don't think that we truly know what we're getting into (laughs) when we get pregnant. I think people focus mostly on the baby and then they focus on the pregnancy and the birth. But then after that, it's like, wait, why didn't I know about all this? (laughs) Uh, So I need to do an episode on that. Um, But that being said, Rogie's amazing. He's six months old. He has two teeth. He's starting to want to crawl. So he's like pushing himself up on his knees, but then his knees will kind of like slide out from under him. So I'm thinking pretty soon here he's going to be scooting around. Um, Yeah, he is just the happiest little guy. He loves being outside. He loves like nature too. Like he, when we went golfing, he falls asleep like in the cart from all the bumps in the fresh air. And like the best naps he ever took were when we were in Florida by the ocean. Like he would, I couldn't even keep the kid awake. It was like, as soon as, as soon as I'd lay him down in his donkatot, he would literally be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> and he would just sleep forever. It was the cutest thing, but 
it's really cool because one of our intentions with parenthood is is to have a balance between yes we have to honor his schedule but he also has to honor ours right like it's not just we're a family unit it's not like i guess our decision for our family everyone does it different is we all want to be like equal parts Yes, he's very important. Yes, he's taking a lot of our time right now because he is very helpless as far as like he can't walk and he can't feed himself and stuff. But um, we do want to honor all family members, meaning like we have lives too. Like as parents, like we had a life before he came and we want to continue to maintain those those individual lives and, you know, uh, passions and all of those different things, um, even though he's here. So it's not like all or nothing, right? We're going to be like, oh, we're going to continue living our lives and, you know, pretend like we don't have a kid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we're going to find a balance, a healthy balance between honoring every single one of us in the family unit. So, you know, honoring Rogan's nap times and, you know, trying our best to, uh, you know, get him to bed on time and and read him a book every day and like all of those different things that we have for his life right now. But then also being like, you know what, today dad wants to golf. And so maybe your nap happens in the golf cart. Maybe your nap happens strapped onto mom and a baby carrier and she's walking on the golf course. Like he has to be, you know, adaptable to our lives too. And I think that's important. Like, I think that a lot of people get lost in the role of parenthood and forget that they also have a life outside of parenthood and that babies are really adaptable and kids, you know, they're, they learn whatever they're exposed to. Right. So it's like, if they never go out of the house, if they never break their routine, they're not going to know how to do that and be okay with it. So I'm acting like I'm an expert. This is just my personal experience. (laughs) Um, But I found that the more we expose him to our lives and our routines and like just bring him along with us, uh, the more adaptable he becomes. Like he he's chill with it. He's like, all right, like this is what we're doing. He loves the car. So like if we're we're going somewhere like that kid's going to be Audi in five seconds. Um, So I've just found this really like healthy balance that's obviously going to have to do, everyone's going to have to compromise. But um, like, you know, if mom wants to go to yoga, mom goes to yoga and, you know, dad takes over and Rogie gets, you know, to stay at home or maybe go do something with dad or, you know, like everyone has room to be themselves in this family. It's not just, oh, now we're parents. That's the only thing that we do. We never do anything for ourselves. And this kid is our only sole focus. And it, like, obviously, we're taking care of all of his needs. And he is a very happy guy. And we're never like sacrificing anything crucial. We're just, I'm just saying here, like there are, there is room for everyone to be an individual still, even though motherhood, parenthood is very demanding and hard. So yeah, that's kind of Rogie's update. So as far as like takeaways, if you're still here, here are the goods. So uh, this in this season of my life, I am reading a book called How to Do the Work by a holistic psychologist. Um, everything that she has written is literally everything that I've ever wanted to say. 
Um, everything that's really resonated with me from all of the different books that I've read about the mind and about the body and the connection between the two and holistic healing like meditation and yoga and breathing and like everything that I've ever been like, yes, that is it. She compiled into one book and it's, you know, on trauma and childhood conditioning. And if you don't believe in that stuff, like, I mean, you should probably start because it's true. And every single one of us, even if you had an amazing childhood, there's things that you were conditioned to believe or um, believe about the world, believe about yourself, believe about yourself in the world um, that may not be serving you anymore. And she gives you some really amazing tools and perspectives on how to um, kind of unpack that and do like your own healing, right? Like it's like kind of like having a therapist in this book giving you all of these different tools and and uh, resources in order to figure out, okay, what do, what do I want my life to look like and what do I need to let go of and what do I need to lean more into? And I don't know, it's, it's amazing. So I would highly recommend, I mean, I have two other books that I think this strongly about. That's The Untethered Soul and The Power of Now. And then this is the third. And that's that's a big... It's not the third. I think they're all equal. Um, but that's a big move for me to add another book to that to that list of three. So it's called How to Do the Work. I wish I knew her name, but she's the the holistic psychologist on Instagram. And I'm sure if you just type in How to Do the Work, you'll find her book. Um, some some documentaries I've watched recently that have completely shifted my mindset are Seaspiracy and What the Health. Both of those have totally blown my mind. Um, they've, they've inspired me to do some more research of my own. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Like I want you to make just, you know educated decisions based off of your own beliefs and life circumstance and experience. Like I'm not going to be this person that like throws things down your throat and says, believe this. I just like to give you things that have, um, you know, switched mindset, my mindset and, and okay, I can't talk. I want to give you things that have, you know, kind of shaken up my world just so that you can also, you know, make that own your own. I don't know how to say this. Why am I struggling so hard? (laughs) I just want to give you the things that have inspired me and maybe they'll inspire you. If they don't, leave them. If they do, awesome. Like, that's awesome. So, Seaspiracy and What the Health have personally caused me to... um, I never really ate seafood, but now I'm definitely not going to because of what they said on Seaspiracy and just all of the things I've researched ever since watching it. Um, the best thing that we can do for our oceans are to just not eat seafood, not eat fish. Um, and you'll learn why if you, if you, uh, watch it, if you choose to watch it. Um, so yeah. And then what the health has caused me to want to, uh, go back to a plant-based diet. I have dabbled with it in the past, but I've never really felt like super, super strong about it. So like, I never really had the motivation behind me or like, I feel like motivation for me is always like education. Like the more education I have about something, the more motivated I am going to be to follow through on it. Right? Like 
it's not motivating for me to be like, oh, I need to work out because I need abs. Like that's like, okay, one day I don't want to work out. And I'm like, well, I don't also need the abs, you know, like it's very superficial and on the surface. But as soon as I realize, like, oh, especially in pregnancy, I realize how much my mood shifts after a workout and the endorphins and just like all the healthy things that happen in the workout and post-workout, um, that education on like, oh, your, your entire like physiology shifts, like your insides shift, your mind shifts when you just move your body for at least 30 minutes a day, like that was motivating to me to, to show up on my mat every single day. Um, so the same thing is with what the health. It gave me so much education on my body and health that has, you know, kind of been bombarded by all these confusing messages out there. Um, And the education now is being is being used as my as my motivation to live a plant based lifestyle. My motivation is to prevent diseases um, like heart attacks and cancer and diabetes. Um, There are so many more benefits to eating a plant-based diet, but that right now is my sole like motivation to do this Um, because I mean, that's always been my goal, right? Is to be the healthiest I possibly can for the entirety of my life, not just right now. Um, Not just to look a certain way, but to actually feel good in this body that I was given for my entire life, right? Like I want to get to 80 and be like, oh, I still don't have cancer. I still don't have diabetes. I still have a healthy heart. And like, that's my goal. So that was a long description of those two documentaries. (laughs) Another video that I watched that I was actually um, turned on by one of my teachers. So she uh, made us watch this for an assignment. And I think it's, I think everyone should watch it. And it's, uh, what is it? First aid to mental health or how to do first aid on your mental health. Wow. I should have looked that up before I did this. But if you, if you look up on, it's a TED talk. And if you type in first aid and mental health, I think you're going to find it. Um, And it's just a really, really good video on the truth behind the fact that we spend so much time on our physical health um, and very little time taking care of our mental health. And it's showing. I mean, there's never been more people with depression and anxiety and, you know, Like, I mean, I guess I can't say that for certain, but it definitely feels like it, especially right now um, in our current circumstances. I guess I can say there's never been more people diagnosed. Maybe there's always been this amount of mental illness. Um, We just haven't been able to diagnose it as well as we do now. But I think that it's it's being intensified because we don't know how to like prevent these things from happening. Like we're not like, just like we brush our teeth for our oral health, we don't necessarily all have daily practices to make sure we're taking care of our mental health, right? Unless you're, you know, going out there and seeking it, it's not something that's just like the norm. And so I thought this video was really cool um, because it just highlighted that. And then it also gave you some some tools on how to take care of your mental health daily and have that be like a habit, just like brushing your teeth. 
yeah, <laughs> I think that's everything. Um, I've been meditating more. I still use the One Giant Mind app. I've just been doing like 10 minutes a day. Um, I've been elevating my feet whenever I remember. Uh, we're on our feet constantly. Getting that blood back to the rest of your body is just so beneficial. Really good for like decreasing inflammation. Um, what are some other things I've been doing? I think that's it. I'm just really excited. I'm really excited because I'm going to have so much more time to do these things that I love and that actually fulfill me because I won't be mindlessly scrolling on an app that gives me absolutely nothing. Like lately, it gives me nothing other than anxiety and stress and all these negative things that I just don't want any more of. So I'm really excited for that. Um, Yeah, that's my little life update. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here and I hope you have a great day.